Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Fernando. I am your host for this time we have together. Let's go ahead and pray, and we will be reading Faith to Faith. And we'll be reading Limitless Love for today, September the 1st. The year is on us. September the 1st is here. Let's thank God for every minute of September 1st. Let's go ahead and pray for this month. Heavenly Father God, we raise September to you, Lord God. We pray for every minute in these 31 days that we're about to encounter, Lord. We give it over to you, Lord God, that it may be the best experience in life up to date, Lord God, with you, Lord, that we may rejoice and be glad and happy and joyful with you, Lord. And everything we do, everything we say, transpire yourself through us, Lord. Speak through us, Lord God, that we may learn as you speak through us, Lord God. Your wisdom, your righteousness, your sanctification, and your redemption. Be unto us, be unto us, Lord, according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, welcome to today's podcast, family. It's a beautiful day. Today, September the 1st. We're having over a 100 degree temperature, just like everyone else around us, but we don't fear. Jesus Christ is here. We just keep on keeping on. All right. Our first reading for today is Perseverance Perseverance Gets Results by Kenny Copeland. This is free on KCM.org. Perseverance Gets Results. The scripture that we're using from the Amplified Bible is Luke 11, verse 8. I tell you, although he will not get up and supply him anything because of his, he is his friend, yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. The Amplified Bible. If, as God tells us in 1 Timothy 2, 4, it is his will... For all men to be saved, why aren't we seeing more of the masses of lost people from again every day being born again every day? Have you ever wondered about that? I have. And as I sought the Lord about it, I came to realize that for the most part, it's because those of us who are already saved don't pray persistently for those who aren't instead of persevering. Saying before the Father, praying for them to receive the bread of salvation. Like the man in Luke 11, 8 did for his friend. When we don't see immediate results, we simply give up and go home. What we don't realize is this. Perseverance is the key to success in intercession. Why? It's certainly not because you have to change God's mind. He never changes. His mind made up. His mind is made up. He wants all men saved. The reason you have to, to persevere in intercession is to put pressure on the dynamic forces that are trying to keep God's will from being accomplished. Those forces must be broken down through prayer so that the strongholds are destroyed and spiritual binders are removed from the spiritual eyes of the people you, you're praying for. You see, God's will not go against the will of any person, but he will move through your intercession 
to reveal himself to them through your persistent prayers. He will bring them to the knowledge of their need for him. Then they'll reach out for him and spiritual rebirth can take place. If you're sitting around waiting on God to save Aunt Mary or Uncle Jim or your best friend or a bum, a person you ran into the street, stop sitting around. Get busy interceding for them. Perseverance in prayer. Pray the, the prayers in Ephesians 1, 16-23 for them, refusing to give up until they are safely inside God's kingdom. Jesus has already laid down his life so that they can be saved. Question is, will us, will we do that? In Luke, we'll go ahead and read Luke chapter 1 to verses 10. 10 verses in Luke. Sometimes it's a lot easier than we think, you know. Um, for me, I do I do Psalm 23 for them. Uh, the Lord is their shepherd. They shall not want. He makes them lie down in green pastures and leads them besides the still waters. The Lord restores their soul he leads them in path of righteousness for his namesake. Yes, so they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. They will fear no evil, for you are right beside them. Your rod and your staff, they come from. You prepare a table before them in the presence of their enemies. You anoint their head with oil. Their cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow them all the days of their life, and they will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Another way to pray for our enemies and for the strangers that we have compassion on that are on the grip of Satan, like a heroin addict, or uh, we, we pray in this manner and say, Oh, Jesus, that you would bless them indeed and enlarge their territory. Let your hand and your blood be upon them, that you will keep them from evil, that it may not harm them. And then God did what I requested in Jesus' name. Amen. So just another prayer is the uh, prayer, Psalm 103, verse, verses 1 through 5. O oh my soul, bless these people. Oh, oh, let me see. Let me, let me state it again. I say, bless the Lord, you people. And, and O oh my soul, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life and destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Amen. I keep the, mind, the person in mind, as I pray, I see them as I'm praying and I'm throwing those words out to them. Amen. Okay, now back to Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Jesus said to him, when you pray, say this, Father, may your holy name be honored May your kingdom come. Give us this day the food we need. Forgive us of our sins. For we forgive everyone who does us wrong. 
and do not bring us to hard testing. And Jesus said to his disciples, suppose one of you should go to a friend's house at midnight and say, friend, let me borrow three loaves of bread. A friend of mine who is on this trip has just come to my house and I don't have any food for him. And suppose your friend should answer from inside, don't bother me, the door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. Well, what then? I tell you that even if he will not get up and give you the bread because you are his friend, yet he will get up and give you everything you need because you are not ashamed to keep on asking. And so I say to you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. For those who ask will receive, and those who seek will find, and the door will be open to anyone who knocks. Let me keep going. Would any father give his son a snake when he asks for a fish? Or would you give him a scorpion when he asks you for an egg? As bad as we sometimes are, or as bad as you are, not Jesus, you don't you know how to give good things to your children. How much more then will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Amen and amen. Beautiful, beautiful reading of prayer for the for other people. And we're going to get in the way of that blessing. So his mercies are new every morning. Moving right along, now we'll be reading Limitless Love. The reason for it all. And this one is Kenneth Copeland again on Matthew chapter 9, verses 35, verses 935 to 10, 1. It says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they fainted and were scattered abroad, as a sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal every manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Hallelujah. Praise God. A lot of Christians want to work in the power and anointing of Jesus. Almost all of us want to do the works that he did, but sometimes we lose sight of the purpose behind those works. What are the purposes behind all those works of healing people, you ask? Well, we forget the anointing didn't come on Jesus so that he would have a big ministry. It wasn't given to him so he could impress folks and prove that he was the Son of God. God anointed Jesus so he could demonstrate God's love to people. He clothed Jesus with power so that he could bring mercy, healing, and deliverance to those in need. The love of God was the reason for the anointing. It was compassion that brought it forth. Compassion is a drive inspired by mercy. It is an awesome force. Compassion will cause a father to storm into a raging inferno to save the life of his child. Compassion will make a person so gut-wrenching and determined to protect, assist, or provide for someone that he refuses to allow anything to get in the way. 
When compassion moves, it draws from God every gift of the Spirit necessary to meet the need at hand. It explodes into action, takes hold of the power of God, and releases His anointing to relieve suffering and bring deliverance to people who desperately need it. Compassion was the force moving in Jesus when He saw the multitude and realized He couldn't minister to all of them by Himself. It was compassion that caused him to call his disciples and give them power over unclean spirits and to heal all kinds of diseases. He didn't do that so he could gain more notoriety or expand the size of his organization. He didn't do it so the disciples could feel good about themselves and develop a reputation of men of faith and power. He did it because he so desperately desired to meet the needs of the people He did it because he was driven by love. The same is true today. That's why the more we are moved by God's love, the more we will move in his power and anointing. Love is the reason for it all. Amen. It was a little lengthy, and I think the the point was proven that, that through prayer and praying for others, we have the residual, and the residual is compassion. Compassion that we see people we know, People can be better. We know better than that. People can rise up from the gutter by praying, Psalm 23, for others. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and move over to uh, a little bit more reading. Let's go ahead and read the Psalms today, starting with Psalms 1, and we'll we will change translations. I'm going to go to the New King James translation. That's one of the ones I love. I was reading from the Good News Bible. You know, the Our Father was a little different. That It didn't say, Thy will be done. Interesting, huh? Alrighty. Here we go. New King James Version. And Psalm 1, a beautiful work of literature that we have to ponder early in the morning. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. Now, Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. 
For you are my strength. In your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I have hated those who regard useless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have considered my trouble. You have known my soul in adversities. You have not shut me up in a, into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a wide place. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eyes waste away with grief, yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I am a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. I am repulsive to my acquaintance. Those who see me outside flee from me. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mine. I am like a broken vessel. I hear the slander of many. Fear is on every side while they take counsel together against me. They scheme to take away my life. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Do not let me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called on you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in the grave. For the lips, for the lying lips be put to silence, which speak insolent things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you. In the presence of the sons of men, you shall hide them in the secret places of your presence. From the plots of man, you shall keep them secretly in a pavilion. From the strives of tongues, blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my supplication when I cried out to you. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Amen. Now we go to Psalm 61, and then 91. Psalm 61, Assurance of God's Eternal Protection. Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. You will prolong the king's life, his years, as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. All prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve him. So I will sing praises to your name forever, that I may daily perform my vows. Amen. All right, now we go to Psalm 91. Safety of abiding in the presence of God. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. 
Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the follower and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra and the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. And then our last psalm is 121. God, the help of those who seek him. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, even forevermore.